You are listening to Indie Radio, where we do content the indie way.
Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, The Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kensei, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here with you tonight. I am joined by my wonderful, beautiful, talented co-host, the one and only Mosaic. How you doing, Mosaic? Good. I'm mobile, but I'm good. <laughs> I was supposed to be back from this um little restaurant situation early, but you know, folks started coming all out to see people hear jazz, so... I'm out here, out and about, so I'm here, though. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, I'm glad that you are here chopping it up with us and mm -hmm. looking forward to our conversation tonight. And uh, we're also joined by my good friend and fellow podcaster, the one and only Joshua. How are you doing, Josh? I'm doing okay. Kente, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, so how's everything in podcast land for you? You know, it's... Um... It's it's streaming, you know, it, it, it's going. Um, took the week off last week, you know, in observance of Easter. Although, if I'm being completely honest, we didn't plan on it. But, of course, the uh, as the motto goes, it's podcasting. If, it's, if something's not going wrong, it's not going right. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Maybe I just say that. No, I, no I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Um, tonight, uh, originally the topic was going to be called relationship failures. And I decided, cause I really want to get deep into that. And, um, so I said, you know what, let me change the topic to something else. And I, um, decided to change it to just random topics that were come off the top of my head and I haven't planned anything. So this is going to be an experiment. So we'll see. And um, we're asking the audience if anybody wants to join us, uh, if you are in on the Facebook link or if you are on uh, YouTube, we have it where you can join in. So uh, just hit the StreamYard link and you will be put in. Um, so the first topic I wanted to talk to, I mean, talk about is um, uh, now I'm not a parent. I'm not a parent. Josh, you are a parent. Uh, and uh, Mosaic, you have do you have any children? No, I have no babies, Just no me. babies either. But we have a lot of opinions, so yes. uh, we're gonna talk about uh, some things. And uh, I was having a conversation earlier about um, incident that somebody's um, son had at school, and I won't go into details about that because that's not important for this particular conversation, but. Um, I understand as a parent, you, that's your babies, right? And you want to protect your children. But there is a line, I feel, where, and I want to kind of talk about it with us, uh, with our panel and the audience as well. What is the line between boys will be boys or girls will be girls? And then really having to get the law or possibly getting, um, you know, really going hard on a, a, a child offender. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, when I was coming up, kids got into fights, right? I got into fights, um, you know, and it was just considered a normal part of childhood, right? And it seems like nowadays, like, 
they're getting the law involved over like a fight between like two boys or even sometimes two girls, or they want to, you know, or they really want to put like real harsh um, penalties on children who are just having a tussle. And I, you know, on, I understand the, the need or desire to want to protect your kids, but then it's like, my question is, like, what is too much? You know, like at some point you got to let your kids kind of figure that out. And I, th I see a lot of times parents will go a little too far with a spat between two children. Now, obviously, if we're talking about something that goes beyond the pale and I'm going to bring up a situation, but I don't want to infuse that situation into this just yet. But like, let me start off with you, Mosaic. What do you think, like, how do you draw that line between, you know, they're just kids that got into a, maybe a physical altercation versus um, you need to take it to the next level beyond just them figuring it out? Well, I guess, like, if they just get into, like, a, a, you know, tussle on the playground, there's no need to get the police involved. But when people start bringing in weapons, mm. <laughs> Kids bring in weapons, like, cause that that happened. Yeah, I'm, I mean, growing up, where I grew up, that was a common thing. Like in elementary school, somebody come to um, to school with a um, a rope full of locks, fight <laughs> 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 like somebody. And you know, when kids start doing that kind of stuff, that's when it gets too serious. And then, like, if it's not a, like, cause sometimes, like, kids usually like you know that your kid is having a problem or issue with somebody, cause they usually tell you. Like and you or you will hear them talking to their little friends like yeah so 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 she uh, messing with me or da 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 and I think parents need to be more proactive in, um, at times to make sure that their kids are not bullying other kids and stuff like that. But if they just get into like a little playground tussle, I don't see the reason why uh, why you need to bring the law into it. But it gets you know it's a touchy subject especially when it comes to some of our kids though sometimes because mm -hmm. usually we ain't the ones bringing the law into it it's, it's somebody else right you know and so and like we we understand that you know if you if somebody hit you you hit their ass back or you, <laughs> or as my mom said you knock that damn teeth out <laughs> right but, um, yeah i just think that you know people sometimes overreact when some things have to do with kids but some things are necessary if it gets dangerous. Mm. Now, um, and I'm gonna circle back to some of the things that you said, but I wanna get Josh in this. Now you have three girls. So um, um, I don't know that maybe that's an issue that you've had to deal with, but- um, Not really. But being, you were a young boy at one point. Um, so uh, I think you were, uh, or were you, were you just always like, an adult. I was born 35. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, like, what is your take on that as far as the line between, uh, you know, just boys will be boys and sometimes that's how kids, you know, deal with each other versus, you know, you want to take it to that next level. Well, as you know, I, I, my day job involves working with children one-on-one um, -on -one occasionally and fights come up especially when you have groups of them together. Now, if if there is ever a point in time where I don't feel like 
in a situation like that, I'm not the ultimate authority on the, of uh, the situation. You know, if, if I don't feel like I'm in control of what's going on, as in I can put a stop to it, uh, there there's, you know, a time to call for some assistance, um, but it's usually a school official or something of that nature. But as far as personally, um, I think a lot can be said about damages. That's, in my mind, what you're looking for. How bad can it get? Are you talking about trips to the emergency room? Um, if there are medical bills associated, you kind of want to have a report to go with it. And I think that's really the only time when there should be any kind of official police presence when, as you said, the line is when damages can go farther than, oh, you'll be fine in a week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can, if, you, if you can't put a Band-Aid on it or if you can't wrap it up, if you can't take your butt kicking, uh, then I guess that's when you call some someone like the cops to do it for you. But personally, if, if my kids were in a situation like that, win or lose, and it was one-on-one, -on -one, they did their thing, it ended, like, okay, uh, you're done. Do you feel better? Are you going to do that again? We'll see what happens. Right, right. Um, now, when I was coming up, I was always taught, not just by my my father or the males in my family, but by my mother as well, that if somebody you defend yourself, if if someone if someone hits or is attacking you, you def, you know you defend yourself as best as you can. And mm -hmm. there's this thing in schools where they don't want kids to retaliate, or they you know they want them to have some sort of Gandhi or you know <laughs> thing where it's like you know you don't hit back if someone hits you you go tell or something like that that's and, yeah i have to deal with that on on quite a regular basis and i have to be the guy you're talking about that says i can't tell you to fight him back in fact i have to tell you the opposite but i'm not gonna like use my authority to say hey don't do that um it's more of a look I'm not going to tell you how to handle your situation. You told me about it. You told me that if they keep messing with you, you're going to knock them out. All I can say is if you do that, this is what will happen. These are the consequences. And it's up to you to decide whether you can live with those consequences. All right. It's definitely a, a big shift from when I was coming up. Um, I mean, you know, they, they never was big on you fighting, but you weren't, it seemed like you weren't penalized for defending yourself. I mean, I'm not saying if somebody punches you, you, you know, you pull out a machete and chop their right arm off. But I mean, you know, you give at least an equal, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, retaliation back, you know, you know, don't bring a, uh, an Uzi to a, uh, to a, a water gun fight. But um, I don't know, man, I'm just not with that. I don't have kids. And I've always told, like, I'm my uncle, right? I've always told my nephews and, and my nieces to if don't let no one push you around, that, you know, do what you got to do. And, you know, I've been told that's not the right, that's not what they want 
kids to do, you know. It's not. It's not. It's absolutely but, not. You know, but I mean, if you if you don't stick up for yourself, I mean, when at what point in your life will you stick up for yourself? You can't do it when you're a child. You're going to be an adult that can't, you know? I'm not saying I, I completely agree with the philosophy of, you know, if they hit you, um, report it and don't do anything. I, I even remind people sometimes, hey, whatever business you have does not come here. Mm. If whatever happens away from here is what you have control over. What happens here is what I'm supposed to have control over. And my first priority is keeping everybody around you, including you, including the people that are being mean to you, safe. Now, mental safety is a very real thing. And if somebody is harassing, bullying, or whatnot, <clears throat> and it's brought to my attention, then absolutely I will step in and try to squash it. But if it gets to the point where people are about to throw it down, I, I, I tell them what you do away from here is on you. Mm. And no, I don't encourage people to uh, fight or anything like that. I just remind them not to do it around me. Right. Right. Uh, we have a, uh, this is from Dedrick. Uh, I don't know why it, it says just Facebook user, but um, this is from Dedrick. It says, I think the system is now is too harsh. I believe in our school system, even the instigators of a fight get suspended. Even if a uh, punch doesn't get thrown. Granted, you don't want your child to be violent being everywhere, but defending yourself is definitely important. Uh, I agree. Like, I, you know, like I said, I've always was taught to defend myself. And if I do have, if I'm blessed to have children, I will teach my children that as well. Uh, not to say that I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have them be bullies, but I definitely, they will definitely not be uh, victims either. You know, so you I mean if you if you're running at ten, you will be running at forty five. <laughs> you know, so uh, and I just definitely don't want that. Um, it's really, you know, it can be a tough, uh, a tough situation because the penalties are so strong, like for just, I would say ch child stuff, you know, um, the penalties are very strong and, and very harsh, I believe as well, you know, at some, on some levels, you know, they are children and children do act a certain way. Um, I do believe though. Uh, especially if they're an instigator, their behavior should be corrected. Mm -hmm. But I mean, someone defending themselves, being demonized, I think that's I think that's utterly wrong. So, uh, Mosaic, uh, did you have something? Yeah, I was saying um, agreeing with um, my daughter. I forgot your name. Not quick. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joshua. Joshua, because I, I work with. Um, homeless guys and I also but now I'm working with children and just like yeah like I have to deal with the guys like they would have fights and stuff like that and you know or they would get ready to get have a fight and I'd be like okay well if you fight this is what's going to happen I'm not telling you not to do it 
<laughs> right. I'm not saying that they don't deserve it. <laughs> right. Do that. This is the consequences of what's gonna happen if you do it on this property. So you know, like, don't fight inside the building and don't fight on the property. And so, I would just kind of reiterate those things because, like, we had one guy that was in our shelter. Like, he, I, I said, he's something like Jesus. If he tell you he gonna do it, you you can count on it. <laughs> so, and uh, his name was Mr. Faison. I'd be like, Mr. Faison, he'll come to me. He be like, Miss Keisha, I'm I'm about to I'm about to go off. I'm about to go off on these people. I'm about I'm I'm a, I'm a cut him. I'd be like, okay, just don't cut him in here and on the property. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> like for my sake, I don't want to have to put you out. You know, I don't want to have to give you a ninety day suspension. Please don't do that here. And then later on, I come back to work because I work nice. They'd be like, yeah, you know, Faison cut so-and-so on Cleveland Avenue. As long as he didn't do it in here. <laughs> I'm right. okay. So I'll be like, yeah, I, I totally get that. But there is this, there's just a fine line that people keep, you know, trying to make things more than what it is sometimes. And, you know, kids are going to have their, their little scuffles or whatever. But when they start to get dangerous or, you know, or, or somebody is continuously uh picking on somebody then adults need to step in and they need to um to be the you know to end that and sometimes we just don't have the right adults doing that either because i've seen where people instigate that kind of stuff yeah they actually make it worse sometimes yeah. right mm -hmm. now, now there is a situation that happened um in um I want to say it's Plano, Texas. I don't know if you guys heard about this situation. Uh, this young black boy who's 13 years old um, went to this white kid's uh, house for a sleepover. And some other kids came over who had been bullying him from the school. And now this is one of those extreme cases where they were, you know, um, racially targeting this child. And they were shooting him with BB guns in his private parts. And uh, they were, you know, they they were beating him up. And then the night that he spent the night there, I don't even know why he didn't leave. Um, that's a whole other situation. Um, they woke him up in the middle of the night and told him that he was breathing funny. So they said, you drink this water. And it was piss. Uh-uh. Yeah. And... It's parents need they ask what so they had so the mother had to you know get a lot of attention because nothing was really happening to the kids that had done that to her her child and the kid has been on television you know and all of the stuff recounting what's what happened now that's a situation where you know that's way more than just you know boys will be boys you know what i'm saying um that one that's a situation where you got to get the law involved and whatnot and if the know. law involved, they don't handle it i got somebody to handle it right <laughs> right that's and what I, it, oh, oh, oh really oh that's why y'all want to handle it that's okay because okay <laughs> now, they're, now they're trying to use the boys will be boys as a defense for those kids and i'm like uh no that's beyond the pale um oh, and um he, yeah and he, he the, the the young boy um uh he come from a single parent household and 
you know, he seemed like he's a, kind of a doughy kid, you know what I mean? And um, and obviously not very, uh, he's, he's very passive, this kid. And so you can obviously see the kid needed some, um, I'm talking about the victim. The, the kid was, uh, you know, um, how can I say this? The kid basically um, needed to be toughened up. You know, I don't know how. You know, I'm look. I know it was a lot of them, but I can't. I can look. I wasn't Bruce Lee as a kid, but there's no way in hell that was gonna happen. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know how the boy stayed there after they did all that to him. I just I don't see how that happened. You know. And then, to, and then he, you know, they they were able to get him to drink urine. I, I don't even know how that, you know, for the life of me, how that was actually able to happen. And um, so, it makes me. And then when you see the kid, the kid is very, you know, he probably plays Nintendo all the time or whatever, you know, like he seems like that kind of kid, you know, who who's not very. I think he was on a football team. Um, I think that's where it started at the bullying or whatever. But um, so that's an extreme case. That's the case where, yes, get the law involved and, you know, but it seems like this is the thing about these laws and stuff. Like people don't get nuance, right? It's like, it, it seems like they can never handle the situation right you know like it's it seems like it's either way too too um extreme in the wrong way but then when it's extreme is too lenient you know what i'm saying like it seems like it never can be like it, it, it's never handled the proper way i don't know that's what i see i don't know about you guys but um it's weird how how that stuff works you know where it's like it's like almost like you use a grenade to kill a roach you know mm -hmm. you know or or you don't or use a you know or you use a pillow to attack bigfoot <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i don't know like it's never seemed like the right situation you know um and uh you gonna say something josh yeah um not not to change the subject or anything but i think an important issue when it comes to this is remembering the the idea the fact that there are a lot of cases where police may i don't know overreact in certain situations because they're only really trained to handle hostility it seems mm -hmm. so I, I had a long conversation with my dad about this a while back and he he considers himself um conservative and even he agreed that you know what there are some situations that the police don't need to be handling and mm -hmm. it, at least you know fully armed and armored police you know uh, guys that are are rolling into a scene 
very hesitant and and you know prepared for action. Uh, there should be a step down, a force that can handle, you know, bickering neighbors and, and things like that uh, with with a different tact. So I would hope that that is fresh on a lot of people's minds before they decide to go to their phone and call 911 because, you know, little Billy got into a, a scrape with another neighborhood kid. Otherwise... Honestly, who knows what you're bringing into the situation, whether or not that it's going to be escalated down the road from uh, uh, a different parent's standpoint or the other kid's standpoint. You call the cops, you know, get revenge. Or if police show up and and things get hairy and out of hand because it is, it is a, an emotional situation for a parent. Very emotional, yeah. And I... I definitely understand that. Definitely. Um, yeah. All right. So, uh, all right. So, let's move along to uh, topic number two. Yes, please. And uh, so, we, we talked about the children. Let's talk about some adult stuff. Uh, when I say adult stuff, I'm not talking about triple uh, uh, X adult stuff. <laughs> okay. Why not? I literally never get to talk about that stuff. Well, okay. Well, in that case. <laughs> no um uh and hello angie um so lately um uh, there's been a lot of conversation about about um cheating right um on tests and, hmm? on tests no cheating on your significant other and so I'm not going to get into a certain YouTuber uh, author that everybody's been talking about who uh, has gotten in trouble about cheating, because that's one of the reasons why that this topic is like big. But is it me? Yes, it was it's you. I, didn't, I wasn't going to put you out on blast, but uh, uh, yes, you're the cheater that. I thought I thought I was keeping things on the low low. I mean, <laughs> it, it was so down low. I didn't know even know I had somebody to cheat on. Right. So I wanted to bring this up. What exactly is cheating? Right? Now, you would before you look at me crazy in side eye, you would say, "Duh, you don't know what cheating is." It's universal what cheating is. Right, we can we can all say if you put your penis in somebody else's vagina, or that's cheating. Or if you are a woman and you allow a penis to go in your vagina, we can admit that's cheating. Right, someone who's not your significant other. So we'll take that off the table because that's mm. done. But. There are some gray areas that some people consider cheating and some mm -hmm. people do not consider cheating. So uh, let's see what we have. Uh, cheating is anything that you wouldn't do in front of your spouse. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wouldn't boo-boo in front of my spouse. Am I cheating? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. So my, I got to let my spouse in on the boo-boo. <laughs> I don't know how that would get to the point of being your spouse without having that happen first. 
<laughs> but I like, know, baby, you got to come in here because I don't want to cheat on you. <laughs> this will complete the relationship. This is how we know we're ready. <laughs> okay, so there are gray areas. There's things that are that there's cheating and then there's being kind of out of pocket. Right? Out of pocket is not necessarily cheating, but it's okay. Let's say this. Think about cheating as a cul-de-sac, right? Out of pocket would be like not necessarily on the same block that cul-de-sac is cheating. It's kind of like on the outside. It's like you got to go through out of pocket to get to cheating. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to bring up some situations to you guys. And I want you to tell me, is it cheating or is it out of pocket? Cool. Okay. Okay. Sounds fair? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's look at the comments real quick before I get into it. Uh, who do you love to meet recently moving forward? Financials? Okay. I don't think that has to do with the topic. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Okay. So is this out of pocket or is this cheating? Hand on buzzers. Uh, no, I mean, I, I'll give both of you guys a chance to answer. Oh, okay. Okay. So, we'll start lightweight. Okay. Well, you work in the office building. Uh-huh. Right? And your neck is killing you. Your neck is killing you. Okay. And your coworker, she or he, just happens to be really good at neck massages. Mm -hmm. So she or he, in your case, she, and then in Mosaic's case, he, you know, breaks you off that neck massage, you know, at work. And it really helps, gets the kinks out. It feels really good. It gives you a tingle in your bottom. Is that cheating? You're not having sex with him? No. Or is that more out of pocket, or no, or neither? It's neither. Neither. Oh, okay. So, massages at work is cool. I, I wouldn't say this is if you're doing it like on a regular basis, and you're like, "This is my person." But the way you described it was, "Oh, this is so bad," and someone happens to come along, and they're like, "Hey, I can help you with that," and you let them, and maybe your conscience. Um, makes you feel like it's worth telling your significant other later. Maybe it doesn't, but it's definitely more <laughs> on the out of pocket side. If you don't tell. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mosaic. Is it out of pocket cheating or neither? Um, I don't feel, I feel that it's neither, but I have a caveat in my relationship relationship culturally that is a no-no um you know my husband and i are my husband's muslim so am i and you don't touch another uh, man's wife that's taboo you don't do that so for me like if somebody came and said hey i do massages blah, 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 you know whatever i can massage you now i'd be like uh yeah i'm gonna pass on this one but then i may go home and talk to my husband and say hey one of my coworkers, he does massages. If it's okay, like if I got a massage, and he'll be like, "Oh, it's no problem." But 
I wouldn't because I never want to get put in. Then I've also you you don't want to get put in a situation where you do um, massage, have somebody massage you or whatever, and then um, or somebody, and it turns into something that technically it should have never been. Mm, okay. So, so um, mm-hmm. that, that's there's always that that could happen. So you just when it's somebody at work, you got to be real careful. Hmm. Okay. Um, and there, the question in the audience is, are, are these married people? We'll say uh, married as well as, you know, y'all are monogamous, allegedly a mon- monogamous couple. So you guys are, you know, ain't supposed to be messing with nobody else, <laughs> you know? So uh, me personally, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I'd feel good about my woman uh, getting neck massages at work every <laughs> From I'm like from her male coworker. I'm like, nah, nah. I'm a I'm gonna buy you a, a neck the massage pillow. Literally. I didn't say it every day. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good on that. Uh, nah, I don't know about that. Cause you know, you heard this, you heard this thing, work husband or work wife. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a jealous guy, but I don't know if I'm. Uh, nah, you ain't got no work husband. You got your husband husband. <laughs> you know, or or your or a wife, wife. So, uh, so um, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, we lost uh, Mosaic, so hopefully we get her back real quick. Okay, so all right, so it seems like the consensus is kind of out of pocket, but not necessarily cheating. Okay, all right. So the next situation. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll stay at work. Okay. So there's a there's a Christmas party, and you know holiday party, not holiday party, night. holiday yeah. party. Your significant <laughs> other, Josh, uh, yeah. is not is not at the party. Maybe they're giving out turkeys or whatever. You're at the the party by yourself. Okay, and you have this coworker. We'll call her Miss So and So, right? And for Mosaic, it's Mister So and So. Your coworker, Miss So and So, sees you walk in the door, and there's, and there is um, mistletoe. So she walks over to you. Okay, I'll start it over. Uh, since now mosaic is back. All right, I'll start it over. Okay. <laughs> you guys are at the Christmas party, right? For your for your company or whatever, and your significant others are not there. Right, for whatever reason, they had to do something. You're there by yourself, and you're walking in, and we'll call for Josh's sake, Miss So and So, who works with you, and in your case, Mister So and So. You walk in, and you walk right under the mistletoe, and Mister So and So or Mrs. So and So lays a kiss on you, and you don't stop them. Because you're under the mistletoe, right? The mistletoe is like a, is like a halo, right? It's okay, right? Because it's mistletoe. Are you out of pocket for al- allowing Mister or Mrs. So and So kiss you, or is that cheating, or is that neither? Is it nothing to be worried about? No tongue, you know, just a nice, a nice size kiss on the lips because you're under the mistletoe. That's 
that's wrong. <laughs> no. And me, I might smack the shit out of you because I. <laughs> Uh oh, uh oh, we're losing her. All right, uh, she'll be back. All right, you go ahead. What about you? <laughs> what, what, what exactly are you asking now? Um, I, same so, as always, same as before, out of pocket or cheating? Yeah, is that out of pocket? Is that nothing? Nothing to work, nothing to see here? Uh, or is that cheating? Well, it's definitely not cheating. Mm -hmm. um, is there, there was no forethought in it. There was no uh, expectation, and it, it's it's just it is what it is, right? Something that happened the one time. Is it out of pocket? I'd even say no to that because you didn't initiate, and who knows? Maybe you're stunned, and and it just happens. But it's in this situation, though. I think it's all about the follow through, where you get the actual answer um someone that's not thinking out you know out of pocket should probably talk to their hr manager and go why the hell is their mistletoe up at a company party <laughs> i've seen it at co i've seen it at company parties i've seen it at uh church parties are you trying to give me problems at home um and again what do you tell your significant other later on? Do you mention it? That's the question, isn't it? <laughs> no, nah, we're going to keep that to ourselves. <laughs> I mean, there are some things that are worth mentioning and some things that aren't. And if it's a quick peck under the mistletoe, that's something that is not cool. But if you have a significant other that's like, you know, full blown, I'll murder her for it. Maybe you keep it a little, you know, under wraps. But if you have someone that'll be like, I don't like it, and I might whoop her ass, but I, at least I know it's not your fault, that kind of thing. Right. So th there's, it's all about the follow through with this one. Okay. What, what about you? No, Zach, you started to say something before you got cut off. Um, I know that I'm not telling my husband because my husband would be like, "What?" And he would want to fight. It would be a, a whole load of emotions. Like, no, that wouldn't go well. And I, I'm, yeah, I would already know me that would not happen. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, Keisha got into a fight at the, at the company party. <laughs> <laughs> like she's the hell out of Mr. So and so. <laughs> Mr. So and so got punched. <laughs> right. Mr. So and so would have to explain that a black guy to his wife. <laughs> now, now, you know what's so funny? I bet you guys are thinking, like, well, that's obviously a no. It isn't. I've asked this question to numerous people, and it's never this. Some people are like, no big deal. It's a mistletoe. Like, Literally, I've had people say, if even if they were the person or it was their significant other, no big deal. And then there's other people that are like, most people are like, hell no, don't be kissing my woman or kissing my man. You know, I don't know. I don't care if it's a mistletoe. So it's funny how some people see things. Like in my mind, I thought the vast majority of people, which 
would be like what you guys said, but there's a lot of people who are just like, no big, no, it's not cheating at all. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, it's a mistletoe. It's Christmas time. It's okay. I'm not one of those people. I'm with you guys. Uh, no, uh, no, no. If it was my significant other going around initiating the kisses, (laughs) I, I would be really pissed. Yeah. I, I would think so too. But if if they happen to be on the receiving end, and it wasn't wanted, and you know asked for, well, considering the situation, guys aren't really allowed to do that at all because mm-hmm. there's criminal charges that can be filed as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be a much more women will. It's more of a woman thing to do that because guys pretty much realize that uh, you will be putting your ass in the sling. You know, <laughs> you better know it's going to be okay if you do it. <laughs> you know, you better know, no, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah. But then there's idiots out there who say, hey, it's a mistletoe. It's, hey, that's like safe base. You can't get mad. You know, there's people that think like that. I'm not one of them. I would not do that. So I'm not I started a, I started a terrible relationship that way once. Oh, under the mistletoe? Yeah. Uh, see? Well, there wasn't any mistletoe there. It happened to be near Christmas, and I said, um, hey, mistletoe, do you know what that means? And one thing led to another, and uh, a few weeks later, heartbreak. <laughs> there was well, no mistletoe. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, just to let you in on something, uh, Miss So-and-so and, uh, hey, Renee, uh, Miss So-and-so is, is kind of my, um, term for that person that wants somebody who is taken. So you'll, so we're going to stick with Mr. And Mrs. So-and-so, right? Okay. So w- this is more so out of pocket or, you know, not necessarily cheating. So have you, I don't know if you've ever been with somebody who you knew someone wanted your significant other, but your significant other was so oblivious to their desires. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like you saw it, right? You saw like for Mosaic, for example, you saw this chick is giving him the, you know, the googly eyes and stuff. And then when you bring it up to them, and they're like, no, not Carol, not, no, you know, they're like literally, you know, and same thing, Josh, has that ever happened to you where you, where you saw it and your significant other is like, you, whatever, like they just totally don't see it, right? Um, see, that's a tricky one mm-hmm. because that situation has come up, mm-hmm. except I don't think it was a, you know, what what did you say? That they were oblivious? Yeah, they were oblivious to it. Or they at least they acted oblivious. They, oh, yeah, they definitely acted oblivious, but that pesky follow through. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, at first you're like, wait. Did I bring this to their attention and that's why they're together now? 
Oh, oh, wow. They went that far. Wow. That's and then, uh, then I'm like, no, no. Not, obviously, there was something there already. And I was just slow on the uptake. But on the flip side, I was the person that people kept telling, oh, she's totally into you while I was with somebody. And I was like, no, you're nuts. We're just friends. And all these people kept saying, dude, she is totally in love with you. I'm like, no, that is not the case. And of course, um, after I, I become single uh, after that, suddenly, you know, things start becoming more clear and you realize, okay, I was just a moron and, and didn't realize what the signals were. And, you know, Piente, you and I were talking about before the show about, uh, you know, uh, current relationship status statuses. And um, I'm thinking you might be right. That somebody could be out there sending the signals and I'm just an idiot. Mm -hmm. I, look, I've, I've totally missed out on signals myself. So I, definitely. Have you guys seen The Usual Suspects? Yeah. Have you seen it, Mosaic? I don't think I have. I may have, and I just don't remember. I'm not really like a movie. Just as a, as a side note, this weekend I was with my family, and we were playing like this blockbuster game, uh, you know, blockbuster video board game, and where you had to quote stuff like from movies and act it out and and whatever. And my movie was The Usual Suspects, and I literally looked at my my team and said Kaiser Soze. And nobody knew what the hell I was talking about. And I was so pissed. I'm like, Kaiser Soze? You don't know who Kaiser Soze is? Not one person knew who I was talking about. I was like, I just put my hand over my head. I was like, wow. Was this friends or family? Huh? Friends or family? They were family. They had mm -hmm. never seen the usual suspects. It'll be harder to replace them, but not impossible. But guess what, though? I had to say a quote from my other movie which was, I hate these motherfucking snakes on these motherfucking snakes, you know, plane or whatever. They knew what that one was. So they knew snakes on the plane, but they didn't know usual suspects. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I always say I have, I always said that I have a um, usual suspects moment sometimes when I finally realize a girl like me. <laughs> and all the pieces. You know, when the, you know like at the end when the cup hits. And then he's like, oh, Barbershop Quartet. Oh, Kobayashi. You know, all the si all those little clues start coming in and you're like, oh, she liked me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, I, I had my little usual suspects at the end moment where all the all the clues came together. And I mm -hmm. realized, but then it's always like too late. Now she's with somebody, you know, it's the way it always is. It is. It is, especially for me. Ah, but anyway, I digress. Um, okay, so I brought this up. So there's that person that maybe they're a neighbor. Maybe they're a co-worker. Maybe they are just someone that's in you guys' lives. Mm -hmm. You totally see that that person wants your significant other, and your significant other doesn't notice, it, or at least they play dumb. And then when you bring it up, they go, what are you talking about? You know, that kind of thing. Um, so my question to you guys is, 
if you're in that situation, let's say if you're in that situation now, how do you handle it? Do you, you know, address that person straight up and say, look, I see what you're doing, MF or, you know, do you allow your significant other to handle that situation? And, you know, you, you brought it to their attention and now it's on them to try to make it right. Do you let it just play out? I mean, what do you do? Uh, we'll start off with you, Josh. What do you do if you if you're in that situation now? If I'm in that situation now, a um, Mr. So and So, a Mr. So and So is being flirty with my so. Hmm. How does she react to this news? This, like you said, like no way. That's definitely not the case. Whatever, whatever, Josh. You're just so jealous. Hmm. That's what your girlfriend would sound like. You're so jealous, Josh. Do I sound? My white girl voice is pretty good. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And if you turn off your camera, we could talk later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 you a fool. Yes. Um, how do, I don't. Hmm, gosh, that's a, that's a tough question. How would I handle it? Because on the one hand, you don't know if you're being played. Mm-hmm. And on the other, you don't want to just, you know, assault somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so th- there's there seems to be a balancing act here. I would. Maybe I would maybe put the ball in my significant other court. Um, see what she does. Uh, close off that beginning conversation of I see this happening, and after the you know all of the denials of no 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 no, I'm like, look, I'm just telling you, I noticed, and if it keeps happening, uh, I'm gonna have to say something. So fix it, or I will. Mm-hmm. I like that, Josh. I like it. I like it. And, uh, and people in the chat room, put it in. Put in the chat what you guys would do. Uh, what about you, Mosaic? You notice Miss So and So is, you know, you know, putting that energy towards your dude. He don't seem to realize it. He seems oblivious. He maybe he thinks like you know, nah. But you see it. How do you do you? How do you handle it? Well, my husband is an entertainer, so we tend to have this happen quite often. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah, so right, yeah. In his culture, the women um, are always in his face. And, like, I can always tell when there's one that likes him. And so, and I mean, what's there not to like about my husband? He's fine. You know what I'm saying? He's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that sometimes I'd be like, that lady is like you. And sometimes he'd be like, I know. Or that's <laughs> my friend. I'd be like, no, she like you. Like, she have a husband. I'm like, that don't mean nothing. She like you. So, like, he, he'll notice certain things. So, after I usually say something, I'd be like, no, you need to be careful because XYZ the 53rd. And then he'll be like, no, no, this is my friend, my friend, da 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 da. And then something happens. He's like, oh. I can't believe she tried to do that or she did or she said something to me and da 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 da. So it's a lot of times my husband, he 
like I said, he's an entertainer. So he's always making people happy and singing happy birthday to people and, and whatnot. And so sometimes he misses those cues. But a lot of times he sees them and they can be pretty blatant. And like we've been at a party and he's actually had to tell a woman to go away. Like leave mm. me home before my wife beat your ass. Like <laughs> mm. my wife is right there. Stop. Now me on the other hand, I tend to miss those kind of cues when somebody like, cause I'm not really paying attention to you anyway, but now sometimes I will notice like how a guy might act or whatever. But, um, I actually in a situation where I do have somebody who likes me and my husband knows it. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I have to really watch, you know, my interactions with this person and everything because like they're really close to my family and we actually did date before so it's like now that i'm married he tr tries to find ways to make himself present in my life whether mm. <laughs> it's by way of being at my dad's house or pop popped up at my mom's house from holidays or wherever and so it's just like i have to keep my distance and keep my guard up mm. let me tell you a secret though mosaic what I bet you there's a lot more than him. There's <laughs> a I bet you there's much more other guys that are uh feel the same way as he does. So <laughs> possible. I it's possible. I sometimes like I said, I miss those cues. I'd be like, like I have been like that for a long time. Be like, oh so and so like you. I'm like, oh for, don't like whatever. Like whatever. I ain't like he ain't he ain't saying nothing to me. Like he right. ain't like me. <laughs> So right. I'll just go on and or but then yeah, it, I guess I've always been like that, or I miss a cue like that. <laughs> you, you know what's interesting? I've noticed, I've learned, come to learn this as I've gotten older is a lot of times you think you're doing things and no one's paying attention, and there's people that are paying attention to mm -hmm. everything you're doing, and they will tell you like later, like, and you're like, you wait, you know about that? Like you. Like I give you a great example. I used to um there was this girl I used to mess with back in the day and I would, you know, I would creep on over to her her little apartment, you know, and uh you know, we would have our little rendezvous, right? I'm not going to go into details. Mm. And this was like 15 20 years ago. And there's this guy I know from the neighborhood, right? And he's like and I I brought up, oh, I used to mess with this girl on this street, right? On this particular street. And he's like, I know. Like, whatever, you don't know. He's like, yeah, we used to see you sn sneaking on over there. <laughs> I didn't know these fools was watching. Thought you were sneaking, huh? And, and they were like, they said they were mad because they were trying to get next to her and then she wouldn't give them no play. Uh -huh. So they were like, they was, you know, they was in wherever they was hanging out at. They saw me going up in there, you know, messing with this girl. So a lot of times, man, people be paying attention when you don't realize it. And, and they know, yeah. Like yeah. I'll have people, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll be at the grocery store. But one time I was at the grocery store, right? I'm going to tell you two situations. It'll probably make you laugh. Okay. So my father, um, my father, when he got the end of his life, you know, we had to get wipes for him, right? Mm -hmm. So I would go and get wipes. I would buy baby wipes a lot, right, from the store. And so 
um, then I started, I, I don't stop. Like I still get them. Right. Cause after you're like, Oh man, these are like, you know, these are cool. Just I have right. <laughs> baby wipes. Right. So I always still get baby wipes. And one time I was at the grocery store and this chick was like, was like that kid that you have must be uh pretty pretty big now and i was like i ain't got no kids i was like what are you talking about because you're always buying baby wipes and she was like she was paying attention right i'm like no this is actually for me <laughs> you know like you know like it you know what i'm saying she's paying attention to what i was when i was getting you know i didn't think who thought you know how many people go through there right but she's sitting there looking at what is this dude buying, you know, and whatever, what I, you know. Um, so, you know, that's just a situation where you don't, I never thought nothing of it. I'm just going in the store getting my thing, you know, and, uh, you know, and she's already put it in her head. So same grocery store, right? I used to have my nephew come in from Chicago uh, every summer. He spent the summer with me, right? And uh, I'm talking about from a very young age. He's only 14 now, right? And um, so my nephew, my nephew is, uh, he would, you know, he would come every summer. So at this same grocery store, this other woman, uh, he didn't come, he didn't stay one, one summer, right? So this woman goes, oh, so you don't have your, your son this summer, I see. And I said, my son, like, I have no idea what she's talking about. She said, yeah, it seems like you always have your son during the summers. <laughs> I was like, that's not my son. That's my nephew, you know. But she had been paying attention. She noticed that during the summer, I would always have this kid that was with me, you know, my sister's child. So, you know, people pay attention when you don't realize it. And a lot of times that... uh people of the opposite sex pay attention to you when you don't realize it, Mosaic. So there's a lot of guys, there's the guys that you know like you, and then there's some guys I ain't never told you. Yeah, that's weird to me. Yeah. That, <laughs> that guy, that, the meat man at the grocery store? <laughs> no. You know? So there is a bush. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. Thankfully, this is not on. None of my uh, Senegalese people are watching this. So, <laughs> um, so there's a guy at the African market who he kind of liked me at first, and I was like, oh, he seems okay, whatever. But I was just like, oh, he's sexy. Like, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. He seemed like he kind of like real stern or whatever. Right. And like he had, I gave him my number, but it just never went anywhere because we was just like we talked like one time and just like whatever. Right. But um, he is the one that I only let him cut my lamb and stuff because the other guy just he just butchers everything, and I'd be like, what in the world? He just tears up out of me. And so when I come into the store, um, he's like, hey, Jada, I'm not going to have my money feet, money feet. So we get our little greetings or whatever. And so this lady was like, um, oh, he likes you. And I was like, huh? <laughs> she was like, he likes you. And I was like, no, honey, that's my friend. Somebody. And she's like, no, no, no. Honey, he likes you. And I was like, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. It was like, that's, she was like, you can't like her. That's get on by his wife. Just get on by his wife. And I was like, this is like, you know, shut up. So, but I'm like, yeah. So the butcher, I know the butcher does like me, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just, you know, I have like, there's I guess that's just weird to me. Like I might have like a little crush on somebody, but it's usually like celebrity or something. Or I might mm-hmm. be like, he cute, you know, whatever he cute, but I ain't really like actively like while I'm married, like, oh yeah, he could get it if he <laughs> Right, right, right. You right. know I swear though, every chick got a butcher that that like her. I swear. That's why I said the butcher. Every chick I know, there's a there's some butcher at some store that be giving we're hooking her up for real for real you know get it <laughs> like when i need some lamb cut i'm gonna i'm gonna have you go get it <laughs> send, send it to me he always said what do you what what you need mom dad i'm let you need i'm like i need a dibby i need a that so he does everything like he'll stop what he's doing like if he's like just cleaning something or maybe he's taking his lunch or whatever he'll stop eating to come cut my my lamb for me oh I'm like, oh, Hadeen. Me and Josh show up. They're like, here, here's your lamb. Right. <laughs> you know, we ain't getting a special treatment. <laughs> but the same thing, Josh, I guarantee you, there's a chick out there that's paying attention to you, Josh. They see you dropping off your daughters at school. They see you at the PTA meetings. They see you uh, coming out the strip club. I mean, uh, coming out of the church. <laughs> but you know i'm a woman who i do i will profile this like I, actually guys i'll watch your i'll watch you especially i'll be like mm, i like look at his shoes his shoes is cute okay that's a plus so <laughs> i'm always looking at me i'm looking at your shoes for your shoes is busted i'll be like mm, i don't know but <laughs> but i will you know kind of profile a guy before i even think that i'm interested because i want to watch like how do you act in certain situations, like how are you react if I say like if I say certain things to you just to see if it what you would say, and you know, so I'm be like, oh okay, he might be all right, he might be, but I hate when you know, you 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 just keep you look at somebody. I never say nothing to you that I like you, but I'll be like, oh, okay, I see him, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll do that one little special thing. Like it might be something like a. I'm my god mom, she's a, like you always find the one little intricate thing that somebody likes and you'll get that for them for their birthday or something like that. So I'm that kind of person. So like if I like you, usually it's like, Oh, I'm I might have heard you say you like macaroni and cheese and I'll be like, Oh, I made some macaroni and cheese. You like some macaroni and cheese? Like, yeah, it was macaroni. Like, um so yeah, that I'll I'll do little stuff like that. <laughs> you know, one one of the great things about having a woman, uh a good woman is uh so when um, birthdays and y'all y'all are so good at keeping up with everybody's birthday and everything. And then this is one thing: if you're like in a uh, like a really good relationship, uh, you'll be like, "Oh shit, it's my mom's birthday." Don't worry, we got her a gift. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, oh, thank <laughs> <hey>, cool. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it's like you put my name on it too, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I put your name on it. And then and then you see what she got, and you're like, "Why you spend all that money?" It's <laughs> your mother. Woman, <laughs> so like my uh, the, well, my ex, the one who still loves me, mm-hmm. um, mom's birthday had came around. I made sure she had an angel. Uh, she loves to collect angels, so I, I made sure she had an angel and this is not. And um, 
I, I just do that kind of. I'm always like like to give like special little uh, gifts and stuff like that. So it's like if you collect elephants, I'll have an elephant. You know, I'm gonna you send me something that they hand carved or special. You know, just little stuff like that. I like doing stuff like that, and I guess that's you know. I became a keeper. <laughs> you know what? Before we say goodbye, that's this one thing I do want to talk about is different aspects of a significant other that we cherish and things that are, you know, obviously, you know, there's the obvious, like we want them to be fine or we want them, you know, uh, you know, like some of those obvious things. But uh, I was going to say something, but I might have got smacked through the, uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, but some of the things that maybe we don't always talk about that we appreciate from a significant other and I, and I'll I'll go first like I know I always get jumped about this but I'm really big on gender roles um you know I'm I'm you can call me a caveman or whatever that's just how I am I'm you know like I'm not giving you the bat to go down and check out the noise you know <laughs> Uh, like I'm just, you know, I'm, that's just how, not how I was brought up. So, uh, uh, I know Josh is definitely going to give her the bat and tell her, uh, wish her good luck. I got to get up early, you know, but, um, I, I love, you know, like one thing I love is I love going over to a woman's place and feeling at home in her place, you know, like, um, like maybe this is a uh, judgmental or whatever. Like I expect when you go to your homeboy's place to feel like a, a frat house, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I expect that, right? When you go to your lady's house, you know, I like going there and you, you smell the candles and you know what I'm saying? And it feels like you're walking into a home, you know what I mean? And then, it, it, and I love women who change with the seasons, you know, like, you know, it's fall, so there's like a fall feel to it. It's Christmas time. It's the you know Christmas, you know. And I know sometimes, you know, it's you know if you work hard and all of that kind of stuff, it, it becomes difficult to do that. But I just love that, like that, and that really impresses me. I, you know, I'll be honest with you, like if you knew I was coming, and then I come over, and it's stuff all over the place and all that, and you ain't got no kids. You know, and you knew I was coming for dinner or whatever. I'm gonna be looking at that like, you know, you had a runoff day, can say, day. Maybe she had, was busy all that week or something. Had that, <laughs> that I'm not saying that's the definitely the nail in the coffin, but you know, I don't know. I just feel like if I'm if I have a girl coming over, I'm it's gonna it's gonna smell like potpourri. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I don't know. These things I like. It makes you feel like I think those things for a lot of guys, it makes. See, there's a thing where I think a lot of guys don't take certain women serious. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, she's fun to hang out with. She's fun to do adult things with. But you don't take her serious as a as a, uh, a life's partner. Like You ain't thinking about her in those terms. And I think those little things make you take a woman more serious. I mean, it depends on if you're just a, a riding, 
you know, guy yourself, you know, you ain't going to put much into those things. But I feel like a man of substance, uh, you know, he's going to be looking at those kind of things. So, um, but uh, all right, I want to, I'm going to ask Josh and then I want to end with uh, Mosaic. What are some things that attract you to the opposite sex besides her, you know, having big boobies or whatever? Like I'm talking about like little details that maybe. Hmm. Like things that you might not notice immediately. Right. Okay. Um, uh, there's some low hanging fruit for some good comedy here, but I, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to take it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's hard to resist. But I'm going to exercise self control, which, by the way, would be an excellent trait to have in a significant other. Someone that can uh, exercise exercise self-control, show some restraint every now and then, regardless of what it is they are controlling themselves from for or whatever. Uh, just someone that is, you know, in control of what they do. Mm, that, that's a good one. I think that could be a very nice trait to have in someone. Let's see. Um, I did mention on an episode a long time ago of uh, Mars Venus that, um, you know, their own PlayStation account would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, of course, sense of humor is a must. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I crack a joke every once in a while. Right. It'd be nice if somebody laughed at me. Oh, you know, <laughs> oh my God. I love women that love my jokes. <laughs> I've, I've been watching a lot of Modern Family, watching through it for, for the first time, actually. And to see Phil and Claire's relationship, it's like he's an absolute moron, but she is an absolute enabler. And they fit together so well. I need that. Mm -hmm. Someone that someone that may maybe won't encourage my flights of fancy, but definitely won't uh, pull out the shotgun to shoot them down. Mm. You know, know what I mean? Someone someone that's like, well, you don't make enough money doing these podcasts, so you have to quit. No, I don't need a dream crusher. So having that uplifting spirit would be something I would look for. Some, in fact, someone that's like. I have a microphone too. It would be. <laughs> I love that. Just um, I love that. yeah, yeah, a supportive person who, uh, yeah, because I mean, you know sometimes you start doubting yourself and you start wondering, are you making the right decisions? And it's always good to have somebody who is like, you know, I believe in you. You know, because sometimes you need it. I mean, you know, we can be tough. We can chew glass and all that, but it's always good to have someone that you feel like is in your corner. Like, like you know, you're Clyde and she's Bonnie. Wait, did I say it right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I had to think about it. It's also important, though, to have somebody that will pull you back when you need to. Mm -hmm. I mean, how different would their lives have been if Bonnie was like, you know what, maybe we could go on a picnic today instead of murder all these people. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And Clyde could have been like, hmm, if I want to keep sleeping with this person, 
that might sound like a good idea. So picnic it is. And next thing you know, they live happily ever after. You know, maybe we should stop saying like Bonnie and Clyde because people forget how the movie ended. <laughs> like they ended uh, in a, getting gunned in down. So maybe we shouldn't say Bonnie and Clyde. Women, stop comparing you and your friends to Thelma and Louise. Remember, they went off, spoiler alert, uh, they flew off a cliff at the end. They committed suicide. So I don't uh, even use the term that they're waiting on their Boaz. Oh, your Boaz. Because <laughs> Boaz died after he consummated the marriage. So it's like, do you really are you really equipped to handle a Boaz? And my favorite one of all time is I'm leading them like Moses. Oh to okay. the promised land. I'm like, Moses didn't do that. <laughs> you know, it's forever. <laughs> right. But if we're, th if we're throwing out, you know, common relationships and uh, characters that people keep saying that they're going to emulate, I would like to add to the ban list Harley Quinn and Joker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, That's a very dysfunctional good. relationship. <laughs> That's not something to, to strive for. Yeah, you might as well say I can Tina then. Oh, <laughs> you <man>. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So mosaic, what are some things besides, you know, he fine, he got a six pack. You yeah. know. No. What are what are some things that are not as, you know, you, you know, obvious? Um his character. He has to have a good character. Um me and my husband laugh a lot. So, like, and he makes me laugh. So, somebody who makes me laugh is, like, I love that. And he allows me to be myself. Like, I'm really goofy. <laughs> and so, like, today, he was just kind of looking on, kind of blah. And my, my husband's, like, really, like, one of those bubbly kind of people. And mm -hmm. so. And I was like, what's the matter? Are you mad? Are you upset? He's like, no, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. And so I was like, oh, come here. And then I'm like, give him like a thousand kisses. Like, mm, kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> and he puts up with that. And I'm like, yeah, I love that. That he just puts up, he puts up with me. <laughs> me and my little antics. But, um, you know, just having somebody that supports you in your dreams. Um, that's a big thing, too. Um, when you're a woman and you have a business, sometimes you have guys that don't want you to work or they feel intimidated sometimes or they feel like they should be the only breadwinner depending on the person that has the gender roles or whatever um you know i i i, I do it all i cook i clean i do i do everything but my husband still uh supports me in my business if i need help he helps me so that that was a a very good thing he's just very considerate uh be considerate of you of me of you know of others of just period. Um, one of my favorite things that my husband did for me, <laughs> and I was like, oh, he really loves me. <laughs> mm. I came home from work one day. Um, we, I was working third, and he worked fit first, and he left the space heater on. And I was like, babe, why'd you leave the space heater on? And he was like, because I wanted the room to be warm when you came home, because you don't like the cold. And I was like, oh. Aww. <laughs> I was like, I can't even be mad. I love this man. <laughs> uh, you, that's one thing. That's so, one thing I love about you, uh, Mosaic, is when you talk about your husband. I love like you could. You don't even actually. I can just hit mute, 
because it's all in your face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can see the love in your face. So like, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like almost like if I just hit mute and just hear, just say, oh, what about your husband? And then just hit mute. It's all in your face, how you really feel about him. And it's so sweet. It's very sweet. And I'm so happy for you because, you. you know, um, uh, I'm not going to say everybody deserves to find the person they want. Right. Because there's some people that don't deserve it. But, but you not are. They, don't deserve it. they just don't deserve the person that they're with. There you go. But I'm so happy for you. You are a sweet. You have always been a sweet person. And I'm glad that you found your Boaz. I mean, not Boaz. But uh, <laughs> he ain't dad. <laughs> right. Thank God. Right. Uh, but no, I'm glad that you found, found your, your man. So that is so sweet. Anything from Boaz, let it be the money. Boaz had paper. You know. <laughs> he so did. He, he definitely did. But um, like I said, this was a terrific episode, you guys. Um, and I. I really think that we got to some uh, some good topics and um, think about it. If you're ever in this situation, is it out of pocket or is it cheating? And I'll bring up some more. I had some real more heavy stuff uh, that I was going to get to. Um, but, um, you know, uh, I all right, I, I'll do one. This is not out of pocket or cheating, but this is a what would you do? This one's just for Josh because kind of a guy sweet bonus round okay <laughs> so joshua uh-huh you and your your woman are on a camping trip oh. now when i say this is your woman she's not just some chick you're smashing this is the love of your life mm-hmm. the next miss mrs joshua right right this you love her you love this woman. You love her. So it's not just some girl. You'd be lost without her. So you guys are, you know, in your tent camping. And she goes, baby, I need to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. I'm going to the woods and use the bathroom real quick. You're like, okay, sweetie, be careful. So 10 minutes go by. She hasn't come back yet. 15 minutes come by, go by, she ain't come back yet. So now you're concerned. So you yell out, you don't, you yell out for her, she, she doesn't come. So you get out the tent, grab your flashlight, you get, you go into the woods and you see your woman in the woods and Bigfoot basically <laughs> has her in a warm embrace. So, what do you do? Do you go over there and try to fight Bigfoot and get your woman out of it, out of there? Do you basically say what Bigfoot wants, Bigfoot gets, and <laughs> you leave? Well, is does the embrace look consensual? <laughs> that is hilarious. No, she's so glad she sees you because she's thinking her hero is there. So what do you do? Oh. All you got is there's like a, a big stick you find in the woods. That's all you have. No they guns. Be like, get the strap. <laughs> <laughs> you got no guns. You only got is you got a big stick and your Johnson. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Okay. 
first of all, and remember, potential potential women are listening to what you're gonna do. <laughs> well, that changes everything up completely. Okay. <laughs> you said I have a big stick. Right. <laughs> well, the first thing I do, does Bigfoot know I'm there? Uh let's say he hasn't noticed you yet. You well, have a uh, surprise in your on your I use that big stick and shove it up his fourth point of contact. <laughs> what? His what? His what? His keister. Oh, oh, so you're gonna sneak up on Bigfoot. Anatomy. Okay. I'm glad I had the stick, otherwise it would have to be my thumb. <laughs> what if he likes it? Oh god. Uh, like, oh, you know what? Come here. No, let me get you now. Well, I would hope that would be shocking enough to, you know, stop things from happening. <laughs> I did. I was not prepared for the. What if he's into it? <laughs> that is. I guess we're having a bit Bigfoot menage. <laughs> I, I'm trying very hard. To not say, look, to save my girl, I guess I'm going to have to take one for the team. <laughs> but no, um, in all seriousness, if that's the right word, no. I would, you know, if I see Bigfoot forcing himself onto my significant other, <laughs> um, I'm guessing I'm going to have to be fighting Bigfoot because, you know, I don't think Johnny Law is going to be much help. No, I can't hard. imagine that nine one one call. Bigfoot's raping my my woman. <laughs> um, like, sir, stop playing on the nine one one phone. This is pretty emergency. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if at least if it was cheating, my first reaction is to okay, pull out my phone. You know, I got to record this. Uh, but you know, throwing that caveat in there that it's. Not uh, a mutually agreed upon act, uh, then yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to throw down against Bigfoot, and that does not thrill me. <laughs> Look, if you think about it like this, you're a winner either way. I'm gonna tell you how you're a winner. Let's say you are a punk and you let Bigfoot have your woman. You can write a book called Bigfoot Stole My Girl, and it'll be a big hit. It'll probably be a Netflix documentary. You know, Oprah is going to interview you, <laughs> right? It's going to be a big smash hit, and you'll be rich off of it. Your woman, unfortunately, you got to explain to her daddy how you let <laughs> his daughter get uh, taken away by Bigfoot. But let's say you were a hero or you tried to be a hero and you went on and took on Bigfoot. To save your woman, you can uh, you will go on as a hero that you fought Bigfoot and you died, but you know <laughs> we don't you know, know that for you know, sure. Wikipedia page, your Wikipedia page will say you know Joshua Chitty, he's this great you know did this all this great podcasting and all of this stuff, but then in personal life in personal life it'll say uh, died uh, <laughs> fighting Bigfoot. <laughs> I would I I 
want to make sure it also states for the record, proved the existence of, and then fought. <laughs> right. So you're a winner either way. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I, I, I'm not saying that I would definitely win the fight, but even Bigfoot has knees. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could go for his knees. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kick him in the shins. Yeah, but I don't think you could. Your relationship would last if you didn't. Like, let's say she got away after Bigfoot, you know, mangled her. Like, how should she ever trust you? You walked away. I'm gonna kick him in the nuts. <laughs> you didn't protect her. She wasn't protected, Josh. I know you, the question is, well, would you know? Why did your woman go in the woods? Because I, I I brought this up the other day to a friend of mine, and he said, well, why is her dumbass going in the woods by herself? No. So then I changed it. I said, okay, Smarty, what if Bigfoot, you and your woman's getting it on in the tent, and Bigfoot just was a cock blocker and snatched her, <laughs> you know? No, then my, what would you do? Why so now did, you can blame her. My thing would be, why did you? Why did your dumbass let her go in the woods by herself? Thank you. That's what I said. You know, I'm like, I wouldn't let my woman go in the woods by herself. Woods by herself to use the bathroom. Better yet, why are we in the freaking woods? Ain't that what like white people do? I mean, yeah, yeah, I like we're outdoors. I mean, I've done it. Doesn't mean I like to do it. (laughs) I thought that was like a common thing. Like, I at this point in my life, camping wouldn't be a tent anywhere. Yeah, I would have (laughs) church. Yeah, it would be. I, I do a cabin. A nice cabin, but I ain't doing no tent. If I'm doing a tent, something seriously went wrong. <laughs> you know, tent long as it has bathroom facilities on the property, and then like I could do a tent long as it's like a big enough tent where I can like put like a nice bed in there, like. In <laughs> but that's, I'm a glamper. I, I can't be laying on the ground. I'm, I'm a glamper too at this point. And, and just as a, as another side note, we watched this video. About what to do if a um, if you're attacked by a bear, and my favorite part of it is, um, now, you, you know, it changes with what kind of bear. In the video, it says if it's a grizzly bear or a black bear, you you know you got to do something specific for each one, and they said that make sure you know which one it is, but unfortunately. Some black bears look like grizzly bears, and some grizzly bears look like black bears. So you need to make sure. And I'm sitting there like, and they're bear. Those bears are aggressive, though. Like, how the fuck would you know which right. one is which? Are you gonna ask him like, which one are you? <laughs> you're not black, though. I don't see you. So you're are you black bear or you're a grizzly? <laughs> right? Are you a black bear or a grizzly bear? Right? Chaya. Are you okay, Chad? I'm okay. How you doing? Doing good. Tried to get on earlier, but I have to make dinner for kids. Okay. But you got like you got big kids. They're 12, 13, and 20. Yeah, so you can give them a um a bow and arrow and tell them to, to bring some uh bring some food back. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't see you. They're camping. only so much self-sufficient. I don't see Chaya camping in the woods. What happened? I don't see you camping in the woods. 
Yeah, she doesn't look like uh <laughs> is it Delane? I don't know if it's on my end. Yeah, I don't see you uh, going to the woods and camping. Uh-uh. I'm not going to the woods hunting for nothing. Yeah, I don't I don't see that. I don't I don't see that at all. So um, but um uh before we go, uh we were talking about um we were talking about like uh what's cheating and what is being out of pocket. Right. And the way I explained out of pocket was think of cheating as like a cul-de-sac. Out of pocket is like it's not necessarily on that street, but it's like you got to go through out of pocket to get to cheating. You get what I'm saying? It's like on the next door. So it's not necessarily cheating, but it's kind of that gray area. Right. So I'm going to ask you before we go a question I ask um, them. And you tell me if it, is it cheating out of pocket or it's fine, okay? And but you may I think you may have a different feel about it because of what you do. Okay, okay. so go for it. So your significant other works in the office building, right? And mm -hmm. they been having these neck problems, you know, these neck pains. And their female coworker says, "Hey, I'm very good at neck massages." So she starts to give him neck massages like on a regular basis uh, at his chair. Now he doesn't he doesn't tell you about it. He just gets those wonderful neck massages at work from his female coworker. Is that cheating? Is that out of pocket or is that no, nothing to see here? I don't know if I would consider it cheating except I have an issue with him not telling me about it. Mm. So that would be that would be my big issue because it's funny you said because of the work I do. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the person that if I'm in an office with someone and they're in pain, I will rub them down because of having studied massage therapy. I'm very good with my hands, oh, and I don't like seeing people in pain. Miss so, so I guess that the the boundary the boundary being crossed for me would be my partner not saying anything to me. Okay. See, I figured. Yeah. Okay. I guess, so it's I guess out of it pocket. would be. I, I guess it would be your out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right, and and one more. So your significant other goes to a Christmas party, right? And the the lady that likes your man, but uh, he's oblivious to it. We call her Miss So and So here on the show. Or if it's a guy, it's Mister So and So. Okay, so you couldn't go to the Christmas party. He's going by himself. When he walks into the Christmas party, he doesn't realize there's mistletoe over the door. So Miss So-and-so walks over to him and plants a nice size kiss, and he doesn't stop. He doesn't recoil or stop. He allows it to happen. Is he being out of pocket? By It's just a kiss. It's under the mistletoe. No big deal. Uh-uh. That is not okay. <laughs> exactly. So she's out of pocket? Or is he and she is out of pocket? Both of them. What the fuck? No. Okay. But it's mistletoe and it's the holidays. Somebody go get some. I don't care. <laughs> 
I guess if I was standing under a mistletoe and some guy thought, oh, she's under the mistletoe, I'm going to kiss her, he, he would get slapped. Like she said, somebody's going to get slapped. Mm. For me, for me, it's like, I didn't give you permission for that. Like, how are you going to, and if you know I'm with somebody else, like, no, that's not okay. Well, some people believe so that's an excuse. Some people say the mistletoe. Yeah, but it's like, uh, it's like people using, I was drunk as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Mm. To me, it's just. You, you can't use something external as a reason for you going further with some type of unconscious desire. Mm. So, no, not okay. Dang, Josh, that means you can't use that no more as an excuse to kiss your coworkers. Yes, that's exactly what I was doing to plant one on all of the 50 plus year olds that I work with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they need love too. I've been kissed under the mistletoe uh, before. You know, I've had women. Oh, you're under the mistletoe kiss. You know, I'm talking about like, and more than, you know, like I give you another situation too. Is if you ever you ever go to a ball game and they have like the kiss me cam. You know, what I'm talking about the kiss me cam, mm -hmm. where if mm -hmm. you sit next to somebody, it's usually of the opposite sex. Um, they put you in like a heart and then you got to kiss them, you know, and I've been placed, I've been under the kiss me cam and it wasn't a girlfriend. Mm. It was a girl I knew. Right. Um, and she kissed me under the kiss, you know, under there, she had a boyfriend too. Yeah. I didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> so, uh, and you know, she kissed me on, under the kiss me cam. And, um, you know, I mean, I just, you know, took the kiss, right? And, uh, yeah, I was like, um, <laughs> you know, I was like, I hope your boyfriend don't see this. <laughs> you know, pretty big guy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, was I out of pocket? Or was she out of pocket for kissing me on the kiss me cam? Because the way she looked at it is, it was the kiss me cam. You're supposed to kiss on the kiss me cam. Yeah, not okay. Mm -mm. No, no, not even the kiss me cam, huh? No, no, especially she has a boyfriend. Did did you kiss her back? I mean, it was. I mean, I thought we were like playing. Like, yes, uh, the answer is yes. Looked at each other. We looked at each other, but I'm thinking like we were just gonna fake. You know, she really kissed me under the kiss me cam, and I was like. I was kind of so shocked, you know, but she was just caught up in the moment. It was nothing behind it. She was just like, you know, like she was glad to, oh, look, we're on there. And then we looked at each other and she kissed me. And then, uh, you know, and I, and I kissed me, you know, gave me a, I mean, not tongue, but, you know, it was a nice kiss. But what if it turns into the fornication cam? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put me on that, then. <laughs> hey, what? Well, hey, it's the fornication cam. I got to do what I got to do. Like, you know, okay, so there's another situation, too. Now, this one, uh, I'm going to ask, who, what's, a, what's a male singer you like, Chaya? Like, you you have kind of a crush on. Uh, I don't really. Like you, you don't have no, come on. No. Nope. Growing up, you never had, like, 
Enrique Iglesias or, you know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's the Menudo guys? <laughs> you know, <laughs> even though I don't think they like women, but uh, <laughs> there's never, you didn't have a crush, come on, on some guy famous. Um, not till I was older and I realized that what I found attractive were older men and men that came across as smart. So this will sound really weird, but my first crush that I remember having was Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, Sean Connery. <laughs> I mean, he, he's been voted the sexiest man alive many times, so. Oh, me down. Hilarious. All right. Oh, Mosaic, who, who's your male singer that you always had a crush on that you like? Um, there's actually three. Oh, wow. Oh! <laughs> so... <laughs> So, Ghostface Killer. <laughs> Ghostface Killer. Devante. Okay. Ghostface. No, no, Fonte. Fonte. Oh, Fonte. 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 Mm-hmm. And, um, David Banner. <laughs> David Banner. Okay. The Hulk. All right. So here's the thing. Um, sometimes when you go to R and B concerts, Chaya the performer like Usher, Trey Songs, those guys, they like to bring women up uh, on stage. And when they bring them up on stage, they like to get a little freaky with the women. You know, they like to do like grinding and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, I mean, you know, Janet Jackson does that too. I mean, there's women that do it as well. And I believe, I want to say it was Trey Songs. I can't believe it, it was Trey Songs or Usher pulled somebody's woman up on stage and she lost her shit. Like she was just like, oh my God, you know, and she, he was grinding on her and all that kind of stuff. And it be, and there was this big debate on for the fellas, like, what would you do if you took her to his concert and the performer did that? Would you be okay with it? You know, would you be like, hey, you know, this is your little fantasy, live it out. Or would you get offended, you know? And then the question also was asked to women was if that guy that you have a crush on, you know, pulled you up on stage and did that kind of stuff, would you go? So being that you don't have, uh, Sean Connery, I don't think was doing any uh, <laughs> concerts. So uh, we can't, you know, uh, you know, have, there's nobody I could pull that. So I have to go to Mosaic. If we won't say your current husband, but let's just say a boyfriend from the past took you to a concert like that, and one of those three guys looked at you and was like, Wait, where's my finger? Ooh, you come, <laughs> come on up, hey. <laughs> mosaics. Like, oh, <laughs> I was David Banner, Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh man. So well, I met Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, my boyfriend at the time actually set it up so I could meet meet Ghost. Oh, okay. He was a, a music producer and um we were down in New York at Baseline Studios and Ghostface happened to be there. And so he was like, I'll be right, I got something for you. And he came back. Um it was like, oh yeah, I want you to meet somebody, and then and watch Ghostface, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's like one of the few people I've ever been starstruck about. And so <laughs> um, I got to hug him. With the Wu-Tang Clan, Yes. And I got to hug him. And my, my dude was like, all right, you can let him go now. And I was like, oh, <laughs> two more minutes, two more minutes. <laughs> but, um, Ooh, but if it was like my ex or somebody took me to a concert, oh, that was not happening. He, he would not let me go up on stage. My yeah. husband wouldn't even let me. My husband, I asked my husband just playing with him one night. I was like, if I was an actress, I said, would you want me to um to to have the um this well in Senegal they call it chaga, so sex. And I was like, would you have me have chaga with the man in in the movie? He was like, no, I don't want my my wife to kiss another. Man. My husband, nah, yeah, I ain't, I ain't with that either. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, um, yeah, that probably would never happen in any of my cases. Yeah, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be down with that either. Now um, I'm gonna be shown on video <laughs> and he wasn't there. I don't know. <laughs> then, hey, hey, right? What happens there stays there. Well, <laughs> you know, no, nah, I, I was no, nah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be cool with that. Like you ain't taking my woman up on stage. <laughs> like hell to the no no no. I'm not doing that. Go to the to like a, a, a like why would, if I let's say back to the '90s, why would I go to like a genuine or a or Jodeci concert with my dude anyway? Mm. Like you already know what could go down. Like no, Mm-mm. a lot of guys take their women to those things. You know, they they probably feel like it's it's you know uh, uh, a good idea or something. I don't know. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I. Uh, those artists are not my favorite artists. So, you know, I've, I've gone to concerts that was about my woman, you know, that she wanted to go, you know, but uh, for the most part, that's not like my jam, you know? I mean, I like, you know, I like Pony or whatever, but it's not like I'm bumping Genuine all the other damn time. So, <laughs> you know, but okay, so I, I, real quick, I got one for you, Josh. Hey, hold on, hold on. You brought mm-hmm. up you brought up a good question though, which is mm-hmm. you know I think in relationships there are people that whether it's the woman or the man find attractive that is that whether they be movie stars or actors actress singers you know whatever um, mm-hmm. it, I think there's that boundary of it being a fantasy and then something that you act out on so mm-hmm. I think it that's that. That is like communication that needs to be really clear inside of a relationship. Um, I've never had that whole starstruck situation. And I don't know, like I had an opportunity as a teenager because of the programs I was involved in the inner city of meeting lots of movie stars, actors, singers, producers. um, And I never got that whole like, oh my gosh, I'm speaking to (laughs) so-and-so. So when you ask these questions, I'm like, what would it be like in real life, right? Um, I do have a friend that uh, her and her husband would talk about her crush. And um, it so happened to be she had gone on a girl's trip in LA and um, they were recording a movie and he happened to be one of the actors that was there and she got to go take a picture with him and she like lost her shit all over it, right? her husband wasn't too happy to see the picture of them together, but it was something that they had talked about at some point. So once again, I think at the end of the day, regardless as how wild your fantasies may be, if you're in a relationship with where you're open with your partner and you say, Hey, 
here's some thoughts, here's some things that have run to my mind. What if, if this really happened? Um, not only is it fun to share those fantasies in a relationship, but at least you have that like to come back to, right? Because my friend was able to tell her husband, hey, I told you if I ever saw the man, I'd like grab him, kiss him, take a picture with him. Because the picture was a selfie with her kissing the guy on his cheek. So. Hmm. That's it. Okay. That's my take. Go on to your next no, no, question, no, Kinte. No, no. All right, now this one cuts more for men, but I'm going to ask you ladies too, but I'm going to start off with Josh. Uh, Josh or? Adam Levine. Who's your favorite Who's your favorite uh, artist? Adam Levine, hilarious. Oh, you're asking who's me a different question. Artist? Like you love their music, you listen to it all the time, like it's brand new. Okay. Um, as a group or an individual? Individual, we'll go individual. Okay, individual. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Okay, somebody that's not uh, good at weird. So weird. <laughs> so, so weird. Someone that's normal. Right, right, right. And if you say like uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, I'm going to you. Okay, um, just off the top of my head, someone uh, that I'd actually buy music from, I'll just say Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz, okay. Uh, he was gym class, right? No, it's Travi. Oh, okay. I'm getting those guys mixed up. For a group, it would have been gym class heroes. Okay. Um, Jason Mraz, right? Has mm -hmm. this song. Okay, you're in a relationship. You love this girl. She's your heart. You guys, this is not just a girl you're smashing. This is the the, the, the same girl you were in the um in the uh, woods with, right? The one you love. Right. The one you right. use your stick on. Right. <laughs> okay, so Let's say Jason Mraz has this song that you really like. Okay. And it's about this woman that he used to be involved with. And they used to have like most of his songs. He used to have hot monkey sex with her. Like, and he, he gets into, you know, he's like talking about how we did it on the car. I think we're slipping into Jack Johnson territory now. On the levees, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just about how he used to just be all up in it all the time, right? And you love this song, it's a great song. Mm -hmm. You play it in their radio all the time. Great song about how he used to smash this girl all left and right, up and down. So one day you're talking with your woman and she goes, <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm just trying to think of Jason Mraz singing a song like that. <laughs> <laughs> one day Doesn't you're talking to that Have It All song. I think um, sing that song I, called Have It All. I think so. Maybe. Um and so one day you're talking to your you woman. Chose, you chose the wrong singer, Kente. <laughs> he, he sings like more uplifting, happy shit. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. well, let's just say he 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 went he went down and dirty for this. <laughs> so then, your woman goes, "I got something to tell you. I hear you listening to that song a lot. That song is about me." And she actually <laughs> show you receipts. Like, no, I'm not just saying it. The song is about me. I didn't want to tell you because when I found out you were a fan, I didn't want to destroy your love for it. But now I feel like I feel guilty when you play it because he's talking about like we had sex on the levee. We had sex, you know, in the movie theater. All the nasty stuff that he's talking about is he's done that. that he's talking about us. So here's the question. Mm -hmm. Do you still listen to his music? 
do you still listen to that song? Can you separate the love for that song you had before now knowing it's about smashing all up and down and in and around your girl? Okay, let, let me... Um... <laughs> I'll address this. It was in the past. Is, uh, it was before you. But Kinte, where do you come up with these questions, dude? I have a dark mind. <laughs> Let me begin by saying that's a very good question. And uh, thank you for asking it here tonight. First of all, that sounds like a her problem. Ooh. Oh, wow. Um, as long as... The song is the only thing that carries over into my life from that past relationship. You know, no diseases or anything else like that coming forward with it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to let somebody's past relationships dictate what I like and don't like. But there's a verse of saying, it is so beautiful, your vagina. <laughs> when I get behind them. Are they right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I agree to it, I mean, I think the question is, will I listen to the song with her around anymore? <laughs> that doesn't change the context for you, the song, knowing it's about your lady. Should I mean, I'd be like, well, you know, he said that you did such and such and such that you ain't never did that to me. <laughs> when it comes on around my friends, I might say, you'll never guess the story behind this one. <laughs> But I'm not gonna not gonna let it bother me or, or or behave differently. So you're still a fan, of course. Josh so when you go to his like, concert, when you go to his concert, and then he sees y'all together, he's like, because he <laughs> he gives a little Eskimo okay. Brothers. Eskimo Brothers, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh, that means y'all both had sex with the same girl. Uh hilarious it's funny though most guys their answer is not josh's answer most guys really are my answer hell no i ain't listening to that shit no more like i'm throwing i'm throwing that tape out the window like no that changes the context like now i'm now i got this visual now i'm thanks for you know effing the song up most women though have your point of view most women i i don't think i've ever that's ran not into true a woman. that's not really? true I am okay. very territorial when it comes to shit like that. Oh, so that so, would so you would so you're one of the few. I'd be like, we're not listening to that shit anymore. <laughs> See, you said we're not listening to it anymore. Not. <laughs> I wouldn't either because it would bring up the memory of him telling me the story all over again. That song is done, dead, ruined. Mm, so they would kill the song for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're on the same page. What about you, Mosaic? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. I never had that. I can't imagine. I don't know. I probably would be like, well, I don't know. I don't know how it would feel. So, so I dated a guy who, who produced and wrote and sang his own, his own music for a while. And it was weird once he started sharing the stories about some of the songs. Mm. I was mm. like, mm, can't listen to that song no more. Doesn't feel the same no more. Mm. Now, 
I dated a music producer, so I, I probably wouldn't care. So because Chris, God rest his soul, he passed away. Mm. Uh, he he wrote love songs. He wrote ballads, and so I there's a song out there about me. Um, mm. So I I know that um, there's songs he's written about other women. Because I mean, because th- there's a song that he wrote. No lie, he wrote this song when he was like. 13 14 years old and the song is like a legit love song and you're like whose kid are like who what kid writes a, a love song like this at that age wow it's highly advanced so i was like what the hell are you doing at 13 <laughs> you know but he um but yeah there's a song out there about me it's called i never tried <laughs> oh wow i gotta hear that you gotta share that with me Oh, yeah, I have to send you that um the track that is is really dope though. And he wrote it and he wrote it at my house. I ain't gonna tell you when he wrote it and how, how he wrote it. But, mm. <laughs> but it's it's um it's a very good song though. But um yeah. Oh, that's sweet. But I probably wouldn't be um be bothered by it since I dated. Yeah, I mean, wrote my, like if, if it was like a love song and it was sweet then maybe even though i still would feel weird about it but if it's about how y'all used to get it popping all the time and because i I remember i told i used to ask this question a lot and i would um uh i would ask this question to uh guys because the guys always gave me the greatest responses it's all about the response and then one guy i was like who's your favorite artist and he was like ti and i was like i was like all right and then i started setting up the scenario and he was all smiling, right? And then when I got to the to the thing, he was like, "Oh man, you! Oh, it was real. I could never listen to Ti again." Like, you know, he was like, "Oh man, he was so disgusted at the thought of it." Like, he was just like, "No, I would totally not listen to his music anymore after that. Like, I couldn't bump his music anymore. It would be dead." Now, so, if we went to my original uh, answer. Mm-hmm. I would listen to it every single day if it was by Weird Al. <laughs> if it was Weird Al, oh, Weird Al gets the pass. Weird uh, if he sees if he sang a song about uh, having all sorts of crazy sex with the person I'm currently seeing in the past, yeah, yeah, that would be crazy to go. Hey, you know that bonkers off the wall sex song that Weird Al wrote? <laughs> I know what it's about. My lady. Mm-hmm. I am getting tired, y'all. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're we're gonna say uh, goodbye. That was it. All right, so let's start off with you, Josh. How can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? All that good stuff. I need to know how deep how deep of a breath I need to take. <laughs> okay, well, uh, first of all, you can find me on Twitter at SkitComic. You know, I don't really use it. You can always go to at Simicore Studios on Twitter or at Wadcast Pod. That's a name of a show that I do every Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, where we talk writers, actors, directors, and every spot on the set in between, sometimes topics relating to filmmaking and things like that. So join us every Friday right uh, over there on the Wadcast Facebook page. It's where it goes live. It's also available on Spirit Room, wherever fine podcasts are sold. If you like movies, you can head on over to Vimeo where you can watch one called The Exchange that is uh, written or directed by Henry Arnader. You might recognize the face in it. Yeah, this guy's in that movie. 
Uh, so check it out. It was available for free for a little while, but you missed that boat, so you're going to have to pay a few dollars. Also, if you like the sound of my voice or maybe even the look of my face, go to Simicore Studios. Give it a like. Give the podcast Facebook page a like. But Simicore Studios, that's the name of the crew that puts together all the podcasts that I produce. So uh, love to have you over there so you can find out what else is going on with Simicore Studios and the podcast properties. Other than that, nothing much going on. Oh, and then you got a new handsome uh, co-host for that podcast. Who's that? You know how I'm shooting through the screen. <laughs> oh, it's you. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be on this Friday, right? Joining us uh, for the podcast from now on. He's going to be our, uh, our third chair to talk about writing, acting, and directing as we talk about and to, uh, you know, Hollywood business and such. Love it. All right. So, Mosaic, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? So You can find me on all social media. If you just put in Mosaic Star, I'll be there. Instagram, Clubhouse, Twitter, um, even on Facebook. I think you can find me on Mosaic Star as well. Um, that's about it for me. <laughs> I'm tired. My husband just came home. Ah, uh, uh, all right. And uh, you can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram, and of course the website is indyradio.org. That's i n d y uh, i n d i n d y radio.org. And we'll see you next time with a new episode. God bless you.